Now it's time for Tennessee Wildcast, live from Studio B at the TWRA headquarters in Nashville. Here are your hosts, Doug and Jason. All right, everybody, how's it going? Welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. I'm Jason Harmon, and in studio with me today is Mr. Doug Markham. Hello, Jason. And Captain Dale Grandstaff. Yes, sir. So we're excited. We're going to be talking about deer season today. Imagine uh, that. It's underway and going well. Yep, it and, is. Uh, and we're live. We are live on Facebook. We're just throwing it out here today. Just yeah. surprise, surprise. People want to ask us questions, you can. Yep. If you want to ask Dale questions, you can. I'll be monitoring it, and hopefully we can catch most of those questions and get those answered for you. If not, we're going to talk about it. This will be posted out there for a while. If you missed Dale uh, last year talking about, you missed a really great show, so we brought Dale back. On short notice, and thanks, Dale, for coming in here because no he's a very busy person right now. As you know, wildlife officers, when the uh, deer start moving and the hunters start moving with them, you guys are the, the next The next hours. three weeks are probably some of the busiest that we will work all year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, long hours, little sleep, all that kind of stuff. So It's the wanna, best time of year, I think. It's a great time of year, and Dale's <laughs> going to tell us why. But before we get to talking about the deer season, let's talk about tree stand safety and uh it's, it's to me it's like the life jacket that you talk about for years and sometimes i think it goes in one ear and out the other i hope not because invariably always there's gonna be somebody that falls out of a tree stand it seems like every year and paralyze themselves or kill themselves wear the harness i just wear the safety stuff right dale that's that's the main thing and we've probably all been guilty of it i have you know at times when i was younger wouldn't uh, wouldn't wear something but the older i get the more injuries the more falls i see it's just it will happen. If you are going to be in a tree, in a stand, at some point in your hunting career, it's going to happen. You're going to slip. Yep. yep. Are, the, are the limbs where you're climbing, something's going to break? Uh, Some mechanical failure. Something's right. going to happen and you're going to fall. And I just remember we were talking prior to coming on uh, a couple, three years ago. There was two or three young men in one year. They were all 20, 21, and they're paralyzed to this day because they didn't have on their heart. So fell and broke themselves up. Had a lady fall in Sumner County that didn't break her back. Yes. And so hopefully she's okay. We haven't heard more than that. but. They're not that expensive, are they, Dale? No, very, very cheap and, and comfortable now. There's uh, different styles, but uh, there's no reason to not have a safety harness on. You speak of the the amount. What kind of prices? How much is your life? You know? Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, it's a hundred dollars or even less. If it was most a of couple them, hundred dollars, Dale. But and even the comfort level—that's what the complaint. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. They're very comfortable now. Very mm-hmm. easy. Very comfortable. Same way with a life jacket. They're so comfortable yes. you don't notice them anymore. Seat belt. I've been wearing one for thirty years. I don't even. It doesn't feel right. If it, it's the same stuff. Yeah. Just take care of yourself. And, Start doing it and, and do it for your family. Make it a habit, and, it, and it's easy. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got deer season about to start. About with to start the gun. <laughs> okay. With the gun. All right, Doug. I know where, where you've you're been going all with month. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dale, how's it been? How's the archery season been? Archery season has been uh, pretty good. It's been warm, as we all know. It's been warm, and uh, the deer, you know, have moved a little bit. But in the past week, they've really picked up on their movement, and and people can see that just being on the highways. Uh, so the deer are getting hit now, and what that means is not that hunters are in the woods moving the deer. It's that the rut is starting to kick in. We're going to show them. Did you post? Are you going to show that photograph of the deer that was hit the other day? Did yeah, we get that? we've okay. got that. We'll pop that up there in a minute because it's, uh, it's a big deer, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. So it's it's getting that time of year, Dale. Well, the kids hunted, too. Actually, they did the first guns. That was last weekend. How did that hunt go? Uh, the statewide youth hunt was, was successful because, uh, well, last year uh, we were just over, I think, uh, uh, 4,500 to 5,000 deer, but this year we're around 5,500 to 6,000, I think. I don't know the exact numbers, but it was up a little bit this year and uh, probably had a lot to do with the weather. 
Uh, it was cool this weekend, but the deer really moved Sunday um, a little bit better than Saturday, but uh, great numbers overall. District 21, I looked at our numbers, and we were close to 1,000 deer total for the two-day youth hunt. Okay. Just in District and that 21. Saturday morning was cold. Yeah. That was cold, cold. Yeah. So did the kids still got out there? The kids still cold? went. There were some uh, youth hunts uh, scheduled like uh, at Cheatham WMA, and, and a lot of youth went and hunted. But I think the best day I feel like was Sunday uh, is where I heard more great deer taken. There was some good deer taken on su- Saturday, <laughs> but more on Sunday it seemed like. A little less cold on Sunday, too. Yeah. There might have been more kids out there possibly hunting that day. So did Tucker go? Tucker did not go. We were busy on that weekend. So. Tucker going soon, though, isn't he? Well, actually, he's not old enough. I learned I wasn't aware of that. But you got to be six to sixteen to go on this. Right. Yes. Tucker's still under Tucker's six. Five. Okay. Yeah. Good and thing I thought, you didn't go. I never thought about that. But you yeah. got to be a certain age. But after that, they can go. But he can go this weekend. Yeah, he can go this weekend. Yeah. He can go this weekend. That's funny, as long but as yeah, daddy's with him. That's the rules. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, so Dale, here we are coming up on the muzzleloader season, and you were saying before we started, it's it's really it's as popular a hunt now as there is. Yeah, muzzleloader season for us in the state seems to be um, when people take their vacations, when they want to be in the woods for those two weeks because it is kicking off the rut. The weather's cool. Uh, they've been archery hunted for about a month, but it's it's the time to be in the woods, and and the muzzleloaders are so good now that it's almost like um you're it's a rifle season it's a single shot rifle almost is what it seems like so it just it, it just keeps on going we yeah. start and it goes to mid-january when we start now uh with the gun season on saturday it will run into around the first week of january yeah and want to remind everyone just we're going to have check stations that we're, we'll work this weekend and the opening of the gun season and then there'll be also probably working at processors doing a little bit of work on um the processor will be doing some work on chronic wasting disease yes. so if you are at a processor and you see some work going on that's what it is just making sure we don't have it in tennessee but the check stations we'll put out on our website if you want to help us out with our deer management take your deer there and and uh, check it in there instead of on the phone but you can check in on the phone if you mm-hmm. want to let, let me mention something it's while it's on my mind um every year we have people that uh hunt on this muzzleloader season hunt they will use a shotgun for some reason, some people think a shotgun oh, is wow. equivalent really? to a muzzleloader. It is not. It's a muzzleloader-only <laughs> season. So keep that in mind. Don't You can't use a shotgun. You can't use a rifle. It is a muzzleloader-only season. You have to load it from the front. Yes, okay. and that is from uh, Saturday the 4th until the 17th of November. 17th, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dale, all the folks you see out there hunting, I know muzzle loaders. the technology has gotten so good and scoped so good and all that, but are there still some that go out there with – Things as primitive as a flintlock. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's almost like the uh, bow hunter that refuses to use a compound bow and uses a long bow or recurve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there are people that want to do this completely traditional. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting, and I can see either way going out there and doing just whatever makes Makes you you have fun. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. That's what you do. Uh, It's been, believe it or not, Dale, it's been one year almost Mm -hmm. since you went and checked um, the tucker butt. Because I got the text yeah. <laughs> on November the 7th at around 7 a.m. Yeah. 7 a.m. I November can't believe it's 7. already been a year. And uh, the Tucker buck right now still stands as the biggest buck. Well, the largest the, the, non-typical. Not non-typical points and score on a rack ever in the, in the world. As, as a hunter harvested deer. Hunter harvested. And yep. that's always key. Not something that was run over. No, it but, was hunter harvested. Yes. Okay. And uh, Stephen Tucker is is uh, still holding on to that. What's, what's the situation? Where are we right now with it? I, I You know, I know he's probably uh, – I haven't talked to him in, in several months, but I'm sure he's still uh, getting uh, asked to go to places with it and show up with it and speak about it. 
Um, I would assume his next absolute step would be the 2019 scoring event in uh, in uh, Missouri. So he's got one more big time to get nervous. Yeah. He yeah. can not be nervous until then and be nervous. And, and he would, you know, if if he were uh, not in the top five, he's the top one, but not in the top five killed within that three three year period, he wouldn't be invited to go to it. So the score that it has been given would be the absolute score and it would be we would have already entered it into our state registry okay and and no issues but we have to wait until that 2019 scoring because he is going to be in the top five and he will be invited to that scoring event okay yeah. that that is interesting but anyway we by the way we have a replica of it right here at twra out mm -hmm. in the lobby if you ever come by the agency we have it sitting out there right now and it's going it's touring around a little bit and dale it's a wonderful rack it's not a big massive rack like people no. think it, and we're going to get to a subject about cl cluster bucks here in a minute, but it's not a big, massive rack. It's just a rack that's it's got a lot of intricacies and and points, and, and it's a cool rack. But it, it's just it's not only massive. just over fourteen inches wide inside, but it's got a lot of tine length, a lot of points, and a lot of tine length, and that's what throws the score up so high. Um, and this is interesting for you guys to know, for for the people that are listening to know, our top four bucks in the state of Tennessee, the top four. Two are from Sumner County, and two are from Haywood County. All four of those bucks are cluster bucks, okay. which are unusual. Wow! But all four of our our four top non typicals are all cluster bucks. Two from Sumner, two from Haywood. And Sumner's here in Middle Tennessee. Haywood's in West Tennessee. In Region One, yes. Okay, what we call Region One. So there's a, some kind of each cluster county, of cluster bucks. Each county has produced several cluster bucks. Okay, it's it's an it's. It's like there's a hot bed of cluster bucks in each of those counties. All right. Do we have yeah. pictures of cluster bucks? I don't have any with okay. me right now. Right. But if you want to see them, are we going to have a display available to see those? Um, hopefully at the NWTF convention in uh, February, we will have uh, some cluster bucks to show people. What yes. is it, Dale? What are they without? You can go on. You can look up cluster bucks. No problem on, with a Google search, I would think. I, I call cluster them. Rack. I call them. They are not atypical non-typical rack which is kind of confusing but when you think of a non-typical rack you think of points and splits mm -hmm. and kickers and drops well these things for some reason they come up the bases are normal the brows are normal and in the turn at the g2 they start making this cluster of points uh that just are very unusual and um uh, i can't explain why they do it i think it could be environmental it could be genetic but i don't i don't know the Tucker Buck is a cluster. Buck? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, we saw plenty of that last year, and and you can see it easily by searching. Also, but this are these the deer that stand to to maybe even break uh, Stephen's record one day, and could it come from Tennessee? It, it would probably have to be a I, my guess a cluster buck that would break the record. Uh, anything over three hundred inches uh, is just enormous, and it's got to have a lot of points. And when they create that cluster, that's what creates the points and the time length. It's just when it when it the damage or the genetics whatever causes it when it starts to grow it puts a lot of points in that spot. Do y'all see that a lot? And, and let's go ahead and pull up the photo of the deer that that got run over here recently. Sure. Show the other. Did you get both of them? Yes. The one when it's alive. Um, Is that it? That's the one that got run over. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's one more just past that I believe that's a uh, velvet of the deer. In the summertime? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, this is unfortunate. Now, is this a cluster buck or just a big buck? This would just be a normal okay. normal buck that you would see all over the country, you know, as far as rack, uh, the way the rack looks. But that's, a, that's again, that's from the similar, close to the area where the record was taken and just a... It's just unfortunate, and that's what's going on right now. The rut is starting to kick in, and if you think about it, uh, you may see a fawn in your yard, 
uh, around your house the mm-hmm. last week of April, first week of May, and those dough are going to get bred right now. And they'll have those late April, oh. early May. So the breeding season is going to start, but it's going to really peak in the next two weeks. Okay. So that yeah. deer, the hunter is going, whoa. Oh, just, somebody's going to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it just got crazy and got run over. Got run over, yeah. Uh-huh. They're moving. That's unfortunate. So, uh, you know, beware if if you're out there in an automobile. This is the time of year where you really need to be cautious. To- the, the next two weeks for sure. Um you can drive down any interstate right now in this northern half of the state, and you're going to see deer land on the side of the road every morning and every night. So as a, as a hunter that you are, Dale, you're a really excellent hunter, and you love deer and have passion for all that. Is this your favorite time to hunt? And if you're hunting right now, are you only hunting the rut? Are you are you hunting food at all? Or what's how's it, how's it going to fall out? Archery season is more of a food source. Like, a uh, you know, if you put a food plot in, a picked cornfield, bean field, uh, acorns uh, when they start falling. But when it gets into this time frame, um, you could be hunting an open field, just a hay field uh, with no real food source in it, in the middle of the day, and one will cross it. And it's a deer you've never seen before <laughs> because he's from two miles away, and he's just out looking for a doe. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and then you get into uh, later in the season. This, this happens uh, throughout uh, November. But when you get into December, we have a, a rut. You know, there will be still some doe coming in. But late December is more of a food source, uh, big cornfield, uh, a wheat field, uh, so you know the deer are going to concentrate. So you may think you know what you're going to be looking at to Saturday morning when you go out, but you may see something that you have never seen before. Or the one you're hunting may be shot Two three or four miles down the road, <laughs> yeah. and you think there's no way, but yeah, they travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, traveling really good. All right, what's your feeling on the health of deer in Tennessee? I know we went through the state record i mean this world record thing and all that and i still see comments out there where people don't think tennessee have big bucks in it or i think we we probably do really well but i'm not a deer hunter so you tell me what you think the state um, of deer i'll say um i know we had some ehd issues this year mm-hmm. uh, in east tennessee and, and a lot of people lost some really good deer uh that's going to happen every year no matter what we do it's going to happen um but as far as our deer herd in our state uh, i think we're at a great place um just as far as what you can kill, when you can kill it, the length of our season, you can't complain about not being able to go because it's it's a several months long. Um, you may not hunt with a bow, but you still got plenty of opportunity to hunt with a muzzle or a rifle in a long time to do it. Um, so, as far as a state deer herd, I think people are really seeing a lot of great deer coming from the state already this year. We've had some youth hunt, uh, some kids on the youth hunts take some really great deer. Some archery uh, deer have been taken. Uh, there was one in Williamson County that's going to go in the 190s. Is that the one you showed me a little while ago? Um, no, I don't okay. think we have it on here, okay. but but I've, I've, it's on social media. It's floating around. It's a really big deer. Um, uh, so several great deer have been taken already this year. We will see some big deer taken Saturday, Sunday this mm-hmm. week. Uh, but uh, for the next two weeks, some great deer will come out of the state. Going to be interesting to see yeah. all that as we get in. We, we hope, uh, tell them a little bit about Tag Board and they can send shots into us. Yeah, if y'all get you a big deer this weekend, or even if you don't, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. It's, it's, if it's a trophy to you, post it on social media, oh, yeah. hashtag TN Trophy Room, and it'll end up on our Tag Board, and you can look at that on our app. You can look at that on our website. But uh, What you got up there on the hashtag, behind us? Uh, that's one of the deer that uh, yeah, it was from this weekend on uh, social hunt. Yeah, on social media, all these all these pictures we have are on social media, and just kind of circulating around. But this one was out of Robertson County this weekend. All right, another county to, up there around that 
Kentucky on line. On that north end, great mass. Um, I think I think the steer was a 17 or 18 pointer total as far as the amount of points on it. Oh, wow. It's got a lot of stickers around the mm-hmm. base, um, but just a good mass of deer and, and deer of a lifetime for a kid. And this one was out of LBL? Land Between the Lakes. This one's so, uh, so, is floating around on social media, but a nine pointer out of uh, LBL. Um, great deer. That is a big that, old I deer. I think that's an archery kill out it's of LBL. An archery, yeah. yeah. That is just awesome. Hey, real quick before we leave. What do you think about the deer and how the deer are doing in the state? A guy mentioned, do you think we do enough to protect the, the areas that had a, a, a larger EHD breakout? Do you, you think we ought to be doing something and limiting some of the doe harvest, or do you think we're doing all right? I think uh, you know our biologists are going to monitor what's going on in those areas, and, and if something needs to be changed, they'll look at it and change it. But uh, you can't uh, make a quick um, – non-biological decision based on just seeing a few deer dead you, mm-hmm. you have to let our biologists say okay if something needs to be done let them look at it and, and work through it right the ehd yeah. hemorrhagic disease it's not new it happens every year somewhere some years worse than others but 2008 or 9 we had a really bad outbreak and this year has been bad in some spots yeah but that one year it was bad all over the place it was 2007 Seven. it was the freeze in the spring it was the drought all summer and it was the EHD in the in that fall, and it was just oh, wow. it was, was it a, was a perfect storm, devastated. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really heard a lot of stuff, but it's bounced back since then. The thing that we're worried about far more than EHD is chronic wasting disease, is, and that's why mm-hmm. we're going to have biologists out this weekend and through the out the year uh, working at processors. I think mostly, and they're they're pulling some uh, tissue out of these deer, so they're just checking them for chronic wasting disease. We don't want chronic wasting disease. You're going to hear us say that a whole lot. Uh, from this agency, help us keep Tennessee CWD free. It's a campaign we're doing because we don't ever want CWD. And once no. you get it here, you are a CWD state forever. Mm-hmm. And it's contagious, and it can work through your your deer herd, your elk herd, and it can destroy a lot of animals. And, and it also causes us to have to go and do some work we don't want to do. And people need to remember if they're going out of state to hunt, Absolutely. Look at our hunting guide. It'll it'll show you which states you cannot bring a whole deer back from into the state. And our website has information on it. It's tnwildlife.org. It'll show you. We got we borrowed a video from our friends in Arkansas who are going through this about how to debone one properly. There's information out there. There's a good video Barry Cross did uh, working with a local taxidermist on some other how to clean the teeth and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All that's on our website and easy to find. Right there on our homepage. Right there on our homepage about uh, chronic wasting disease. I'll tell you right now, Arkansas is our next door neighbor. That's that shaded yellow. That means chronic wasting disease for us on our website. And then you got Missouri next door, and you got Virginia next door. So all of those, you got to bring your deer back the way our import restrictions say. Mm-hmm. Correct. Several Midwest states, Western states. Mm-hmm. So just just be be mindful of that when you go hunting. It's a mule deer, or it's a deer, white-tailed deer, or it's an elk, or it's a moose, caribou, or caribou up there. There's even a couple of Canadian provinces if you travel a long I way. I think so. Yes. That are that are on that map, and you have to be careful. What'd you bring here, Dale? Before we get out of here, I just brought uh, some uh, something to put on the table. <laughs> um, <laughs> these are uh, that would be your typical. This is a yeah, pretty much a typical rack, but but mature good mass on it but it's not going to score a whole lot it's going to score in the one high 120s 130 Mm -hmm. but he's mature this would be a good deer to take and you can not look at his antlers but look at his body i'm sure this deer had a big chest uh smaller back end but just looked old and uh when i'm looking for a mature deer i'm really not looking at the rack i'm looking at the body looking at the body yeah okay all right and um when do you start collecting those things i know that that's a we talked about it some last year but when they'll, do they start falling off? Depending on how they rut or if they're injured, they'll someone will start dropping them in late, late December. 
uh, uh, several in February, but it's almost like the rut. It'll start, a few will drop, and a few doe will come in, you know, as far as I'm just comparing it to rut, and then it'll peak. So a lot of them will drop off, and then, then some will hold them till late, even in April. So they'll start in January, they'll peak in March, and then they'll start to fall off, and a few will hold them into April and early May. Okay, and yep. uh, you still collecting them like you I used still, to? If I if I'm out walking, I and I see when I'll pick it up. All right, Dan. Any tips for the hunters this weekend? What do you, what, what's your tips to them? Uh, just definitely be safe. Have permission wherever you're going to hunt. Uh, wear a harness if you're climbing a tree stand. Remember, it's muzzleloader only. Um, and once you shoot the deer, definitely, absolutely check it in as quick as you can. Don't wait till you get home and think I'll check it in later because some people forget it. And then your picture starts floating around on social media, and then we get a call, and you haven't checked it in. So we're going to check on it. So make sure you check those deer in. All right. Yeah. And uh, remember the bag limit for bucks to a year? Two per season. One, one per, per day. day. One per day. And then check it out the guide page. What is page is that, Dale? 22. 22 for season dates. And you can get your bag limits depending on where you are across the state. You can go on and Our summary's it. online there. Check that out. Our new uh, – our updated uh, – app is out there if you haven't downloaded it yet uh, do that you iphone users shouldn't have any problem at all you android users have to delete it and then upload it again it's got a lot of great information on it and it's just going to get better and better through the years and make life a lot more easier for you as a hunter or an angler heading out every day so anyway dale appreciate your time today we'll get you back soon when you're when you get a little rest okay (laughs) okay you always do great (laughs) thank you Hey, thanks for watching this edition of Tennessee Wildcast, and uh, keep coming back and watching this. Thanks for watching on uh, Facebook today, and those who commented or had questions, we uh, hope we got to those, but uh, just keep following us on uh, tnwildlife.org and all our social media. And we're going to talk about the winter trout program probably in a week or so. If you're interested in getting out, that's about to start, and we'll be talking about that you know, maybe next week. Yep. Okay. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks. Thank you all.